presented by Altria. Hey, good morning, Playbookers and Raguman of Volin. It's Friday, and here's a question for you. Are Republicans in disarray? This is your Politico Playbook Daily Briefing. The toughest trial Representative Kevin McCarthy faces on his way to becoming House Speaker isn't reclaiming the majority. It's what comes afterward. That's the blunt takeaway from Politico's Olivia Beaver's big piece this morning, drawing on interviews with more than 40 Republicans, which, quote, point to two worrisome factions for McCarthy in a future vote for Speaker, conservatives and wild cards. While McCarthy's elevation of Ohio Representative Jim Jordan, a longtime Democratic antagonist anointed to lead Republicans on the Oversight and later Judiciary Committees, was considered the turning point in his relationship with the right, broadly speaking, not all conservatives are fully sold on McCarthy to lead the future GOP majority. When asked about her choice, Representative Lauren Boebert said she wants Trump to be Speaker. Representative Matt Gates, a longtime McCarthy critic, has said he'll nominate Trump to lead the House should it flip to the GOP. More than any other moves he's made this year, McCarthy's shifts on the Capitol riot have tested his viability with both the ideological poles of his conference. His decision to visit Trump in Florida three weeks after January 6th alienated some GOP members who hoped the ex-president's power would wane. Since then, a small but potentially pivotal clutch of centrists has privately vented about feeling swept to the side following the deadly siege. And then there's former President Trump, the wild card to whom McCarthy has tethered himself. If the ex-president chooses to endorse a possible opponent or even insult McCarthy in the days ahead of his post-midterm speaker vote, McCarthy's support could falter. Conservative sources close to Trump said he vacillates in his opinion of McCarthy in ways the Californian may not know about. Check out the rest of that story in today's playbook, politico.com slash playbook. Donald Trump has been complaining to members and guests at Mar-a-Lago that Florida Governor Ron DeSantis still hasn't joined the other 2024 hopefuls in pronouncing that he won't run for president if Trump runs. One guest suspects that Trump's gripes are so frequent because he's planting them in hopes that they'll get back to DeSantis. Trump has told his advisors that DeSantis privately assured him that he won't run if Trump does, but that's not enough for the former president. He wants DeSantis to say it in public. Trump has even suggested that DeSantis shouldn't underestimate his Democratic challenger in the gubernatorial race in Florida, Charlie Crist, calling him a, quote, killer. Now, as DeSantis Crist crosses the country to raise money for his 2022 re-election, Trump aides are starting to feel pressure to pick sides in the Trump versus DeSantis relationship. Trump has made it known that he didn't appreciate that former White House Chief of Staff Mark Meadows traveled to Beverly Hills for a DeSantis fundraiser in June. Also in attendance, Trump Powell and casino magnate Steve Wynn and former Treasury Secretary Steve Mnuchin. Meadows then went on to Orange County, where he introduced DeSantis to other deep-pocketed donors. In a statement to Playbook, a spokesperson for Trump called this reporting, quote, fake news. Here's what's up in Washington today, starting with the White House. At 8.30 a.m. Eastern, the president will take part in the Asia-Pacific Economic Cooperation Leaders Meeting. At 9.30, President Joe Biden will receive the president's daily brief. At 2.30, Biden will convene a cabinet meeting focused on implementing the bipartisan infrastructure bill. And at 5.40, Biden will leave Washington for Camp David. Press Secretary Jen Psaki will brief at 1 p.m. The House and the Senate are out today. One last thing before we get out of here. It's one of the most demanding jobs in Washington journalism, tracking down a lawmaker who's in the news but doesn't necessarily want to talk. For the Congress Press Corps, scoring that story-making quote might mean standing on a marble staircase for hours. That is, if the senator or representative decides to even talk at all. Playbook's Rachel Bay takes us inside the Capitol Hill media scrum. 
as reporters like CNN's Manu Raju reveal their tricks of the trade. And former Senator Jeff Flake discloses all the times he's pretended to talk on his phone while walking past reporters. He told me he'd call me back later. All right. Listen and subscribe to Playbook Deep Dive wherever you get your podcasts. Playbook's editor is Mike Zappler. Jenny Ament is Politico's senior producer of audio. The executive producer and head of audio is Irene Noguchi. Our music is composed by the mysterious Breakmaster Cylinder. I'm Raghuma Noval and have a great weekend. I will never walk past you pretending I'm on my phone. Maybe I'll pretend to be listening to a podcast. Maybe. We'll see you first thing Monday morning. We're moving in a new direction, moving forward and moving beyond smoking. We are Altria, and our companies are leading the way in moving adult smokers away from cigarettes by taking action to transition millions toward potentially less harmful choices. As we move from being known as a tobacco company to being recognized as a tobacco harm reduction company, Altria is moving beyond smoking. Find out how at Altria.com.